Welcome back to another episode of If You Can't Handle the Heat. It be me, the main man, G Swizz, joined by my bro, Joe Worsley. Joe, how we doing? What's up, boys? Joined by my other brother, Micah Ma. What's up, what's up, what's up? We're fired up here today. We kind of hinted at our guests that's going to be joining us along in the next five to ten minutes here. Um, it's a special guest of ours. Hint. This is the first repeat guest. We can't count Micah because he came back as a host. It's the first repeat. Well, Gage, guest. Gage, he's not a repeat guest, bro. He he was not on this podcast. True, he's not a repeat guest on, on this show. podcast, bro. So you yeah, but that. it wasn't the podcast. This so podcast was, was a new evolution of out of system. Okay, but he was in the it's, earlier. It's it's one A and one B. What sort of yeah. One A and one B. It means I'm, it's like a spinoff. Well, you did. Gage just turned it's this podcast into an explicit second. podcast. <laughs> Joe, this yeah. podcast has always been explicit. When has it been explicit? Yeah, no, it's been what? explicit for Joe, uh, for Gage. It has been explicit for Gage. <laughs> okay, okay. It's yeah. always been like that. Um, yeah. So before we kind of get into my Christian, I want to share a quick story with you guys. For those of you following our Instagram account, you can see on our stories that we've had multiple girls over the past few days taking over our Instagram. That will begin every Tuesday and Friday. We'll have it. Maybe it'll vary depending on playing dates and the people playing and our connections. Um, but usually they're going to happen on Tuesdays and Fridays. And I and I remember in weights this morning, I had a bunch of guys up to us because Brooke Nuneveller of Oregon is taking over. And on Tuesday, it was um, – so who's it on Tuesday again? Who took Sabrina, Sabrina Smith. Sabrina Smith Sabrina from Smith. UCLA, right? And I remember all the guys came up to us this morning because in Oregon, obviously, they, they're, they have, they're two hours ahead of us. So by the time we're in weights, they're basically warming up and doing their stuff. So she took over the, the account by then. And I get all the guys. They're like, bro, like, how do you have all these, like, girls, like, taking over your, your Instagram accounts? And I was like, I was like, that's the magic of Ratto, baby. So we recently put Ratto in charge of um, in charge of getting these girls to take over the account. And Ratto is the man for the job. He is getting digits. He is getting Snapchats. He is getting Instagram messages. He's like, I love it because I don't come off as a creep. I'm doing something good for the brand, and I'm getting the digits of the girls. So there's no better man for the job than Radoslav Nikolov Berfudov out of Bulgaria. Man, that guy is – he's loving life right now. Let me tell you, he's got nothing but chicks in the uh, DMs, and they're going to be flowing for a while now. And now, guess what? He has an icebreaker. He has a way in now, and I could not be more happy for the guy, for our fans who can enjoy the content that we're bringing, and for Radoslav Who's enjoying his DMs and his text messages? Hey, I, I think I think I think a new a piece of piece of out of system has to be he has to release his DMs for how he gets them on. <laughs> I feel like that has I feel like that has to be part of the takeover. He has to show us the DMs, the the, the back and forth messages between them. That's a, that's a, that has to be a new rule. I think I think I have to install that. I'll be honest, bro. I haven't seen him work this hard for a very long time. Now that he has he has some incentives out. So I'd oh love to rattle out there. Um Yo, but, you know what I you know what I found out? What? You know what I found out? Fall athletes, so all these women's programs, football, women's volleyball, all the fall athletes who are participating this spring, it yeah. doesn't count towards their eligibility. So they yeah. it doesn't it literally doesn't count as a year of their of eligible. So they could win a national championship this spring and then they ha- they still have their last year if they're a senior and they get to play one more season in the fall again right. i just learned that i was i was talking to jalen ray assistant coach today from nebraska and he was telling me yeah like all of our seniors could come back in the fall I'm like how does that how can you play for a championship and then come back and not even <laughs> lose a year of eligibility how does that work i don't understand the logic behind that I think that, I mean, it kind of comes as also, like, especially with the really, really good players. Like, for me, like, I could have a year of eligibility, and I'll announce what's happening next year, uh, what my decision is. What a what podcast. a line, especially for the really, really good players, like, for me. Yeah. Um, well, oh, did I say that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, I didn't even realize. <laughs> like, for I'm the so really, sorry. really, 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 really good players, <laughs> like, for, for for example, like, for me. I really did not mean to say that. I wasn't even thinking. I meant for, like, the older players who've kind of made a name for themselves. Is that fair? Is that fair to say? So you've made, you've made a I name too. for yourself. Sure, Gage. Sure. I, too, and Gage. Humble. <laughs> <laughs> right, Sounds like it. What, what is that from? I, too, am extremely humble. That's from Drax, Guardians Galaxy. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. 
Um, all right. I did not mean to come off that way. I guess I wasn't even thinking there. I don't know. But yeah. Long story short, it's a whole it's a whole mess up of a year. So you're gonna be seeing. We have third year. Listen to this. We have th- we have three classes of freshmen. We have third year freshmen. We have second year freshmen, and we have actual freshmen. We have three three class of seniors. We got six years, fifth years, and I'm the only fourth year. Um, it's 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 crazy. Uh, that is a trip. Wait, you have hey, people really? that are like 25 on the same team as people that are 18, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Joe crazy. came in, Patrick and Colton came in with Joe, and they graduated. <laughs> with me. Just think about that. Yeah, yeah. that is crazy. That's BYU. Wait, Micah, before everybody's BYU. BYU is kind of yeah, maybe going to struggle a little bit. Everyone's choosing the BYU. That's way true. Right now. Micah, before we get the guest, on, I know we're going to get the guest on here soon. Can you give us a quick update on your season, like where you guys are at, and if you guys are back playing and everything? Give give everybody a little quick update on your season in France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we took a we took um, a Christmas break. It was supposed to be for a month, but um, some like European Championship or some sort of qualification got canceled. So yeah, we are playing our makeup games that we missed um, from the first part of the season. Right now, and I believe the second round is going to start on the 28th. Is our first game of the second round. So we have two games that we missed um, because of COVID. So we're going to play Toulouse and Montpellier. And then after those, we actually have already played Montpellier. Now we play Toulouse, and then after that, we're going to start our second round. Mike, I just want to butt in there and just say your French is actually pretty freaking good. Two years, I guess. That'll do it to you. Merci. Yeah, damn. Um, Merci, frère. I think now we have to uh, now we have to unveil our guest of the show, our 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 lady of the night. <laughs> she's getting <kidding>, she's kidding. <laughs> We did feel the guest. Um, uh, like I said, he was in our past podcast, but ever since we had Micah Ma on the show and heard our hot takes and we've had plenty of DMs and people reaching out to us saying, get us on the show. You guys are a bunch of idiots. We need to square some things up. Micah Christensen, our upcoming guest, including one of those people, um, the U.S. national team setter, plays in Italy overseas, a family man, a dear friend of the show. Again, Micah Christensen. We're now joined here by the Micah Christensen. You see him all over the internet as of lately. The slow-mo, TikTok, real, Instagram king of the internet as of now. Micah, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Where are you joining us from now, from right now? King of the internet. First of all, thank you for having me, fellas. Um, (laughs) I am in Civitanova, Market, Italy right now because I'm playing on my club team, Modena. That's your old home. Old home, yep. Played three years here. Got a ship. That's here. crazy. Yes, sir. Kind of, yeah. Can you give us kind of a quick update on what's going on with your season? As of like the status. Quick update. Oh man. Okay. Like in terms of like how we're are we winning or losing or like COVID yeah, like stuff? standings. Yeah, like standings where you are and like okay. just COVID stuff. Like how they're what's going on in Italy right now. So it's a little bit different. Like some teams have more games than other teams. So the points are all kind of messed up. I think we're in like fourth or fifth right now. We're like probably fifth right now. Um, a little bit of a lower expectation year for our team. Um, our budget was, was cut pretty high. Uh, it, it cut high, like uh, took a big hit from last year. So um, they kind of are like, you know, let's, let's get into the, let's try to get in the semis and make something happen, you know, like, we're working on that. So we're in fifth right now. We're on a little bit of a run. I think we got like six of our last seven are, are wins. So we're, we're on a little bit of a upward swing and hoping to continue that. Yeah, I've had a, I had a chance to check out a couple of you guys' matches. We always try to put them on in our locker room here in Germany. Um, I had a question today actually that popped in my head, and I thought you would be the perfect person to answer this. Who is the – yeah, I think so. Because you like at USC, I always am seeing pictures of uh, different people in the crowds. But who is the most famous person that you would say you've played in front of, or that you knew was in the crowd? 
of any in your entire career like who would you say like the most famous person is that you've played in front of Ooh, that's a good question i uh i gotta think on that man i don't know um, did Kobe? Did Kobe? I saw Kobe came to some women's games at USC. Did he ever come in any men's games? games? I don't think. I think he was <laughs> taking his girls to the to watch the. Dang! Girls. Yeah, that would have been sick. I was there. I was there. I was. I saw Kobe at the game. But True. I didn't play for him in front of him. Yeah. It was like Blake Griffin came to some of the girls' games. I don't know what that. It's the girls' was, game. It's the yeah. girls' games. I've seen Chris yeah. Brown at a USC girls' game. Cause, yeah. cause he had a, he dated a girl there. He dated the outside. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. None of them came to any men's games, though, with you guys? Like Will Ferrell, yeah. any that of those sounds about, That sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds, <laughs> like, it sounds like the USA. I was telling everybody, man, get the men's game in spandex with him. People are going to pop off. Man, um, spandex and get us on the Title Nine, and we're there. <laughs> we're yeah, on Title Nine. That's the... That's the, the Bad part about ours. That <laughs> might be true. That might be true. We're already we're already affected by Title Nine. It's not bad for us. It's not bad, but it does affect us. Hey, what do you like talking about funny? What do you think? Do you see any possibility? Every single guy I've talked to about it, like any like other leagues and stuff in Europe, they always ask the same thing, and I'm like, I, I, I have my answer, but I want to hear from you. What will it take for there to be a men's league in the U.S.? And do you think it ever could happen? What will it take? Well, I think the sport has to grow a ton, but I think it has to like, it has to be like a niche sport. Like it's never going to dethrone any of the big dogs. And so, with that being said, it has to like take different avenues into like revenue streams, like you can't enter into like the TV market. You have to go into like a streaming market. You have to go into, you have to like go into the internet rather than hitting up the TV stations where you're not going to get, that's where all the money's made for like the NBA and NFL right now. Right. So there's no way that volleyball is going to reach that. Like in the next hundred million years, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. In that, in that, but after in that, that, we might have a shot. You know, give it it's got to stay patient. We might, be, we might be there. If we stay patient. The sports gotta. The sports it's gonna grow, but it's it might take a little while. <laughs> but but um, do I think that they can pull off a lead, like a respectable league in America? Um, yes, but I do think that a lot of the players would have to take pay cuts to go to. America. I was gonna say I've talked to some people that a lot of people would take definitely take pay cuts to play in the U.S. Um, would you? Do you think that you, that's Micah? the case? Depends on how big the pick. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, if you cut my contract in half, I think it'd be tough, man. I think it'd be tough because it's a lot of like traveling on the road. It's a lot of like sacrifice that in my opinion, it's for me right now, like for me justifying playing over here and bringing my family over here, it's like to be able to set my family up for – um, my post volleyball career where then I can spend a lot more time with them and right. be able to like, you know, be switch roles a little bit, if you will, with like my wife, you know, like, right. So what it, it would still be a similar lifestyle. It would just be with a different culture, I believe and closer to family and better and like food that you love and like a lot. That's of great true. Things. Yeah, that's true. What if but you're still gone a whole lot? So you're saying 50% would make the decision difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. That's that's where that's like the most that you'd allow to be cut it's for yeah, you to you think know, about you, it. You know why is is because um I've played in Italy now for 6 years and it's it's become pretty normal like for me and my family. Yeah. And so it's not as uncomfortable as it once was, right? So sure. then you think of like, okay, what's the risk reward? And I'm not, I'm not as uncomfortable as I was before. As my family, like my kids going to school here, like he's doing, but like we're doing a bunch of things. So you think of like um, how miserable, like miserable or like how much harder is it is it to be away from home versus like being at home and like still being able to set your family up so 
that's for sure. that's a yeah you'd have to break down some numbers but man i would love to go in and i'd love for my career to just go die in america you know when i'm not you know i can't even move anymore just sure go, just go like play a, play a year in tennessee <laughs> Ooh, tennessee would be a sick place that's like my that's like my one of those uh, top spots i want to go to yeah tennessee would be legit <laughs> if you had to pick that three cities really quick three cities to host the team if you wanted to make it successful not for fun and then if you wanted to make Ooh, it fun successful. where would you choose successful i'd have to go like one in the midwest okay um and like chicago st louis like two yeah like a chicago st louis like where those kind of a lot of like club teams come from yeah mm -hmm. and then i would have to do like two um in on the west coast I don't know if I'd do Los Angeles though. Like I don't think I would do LA. It's just too much going on. Too much going on, and like every like nobody's like like I put, let's put it this way. Like everybody's kind of like too cool. Like even when you a hundred percent a hundred percent, bro. We had oh the my World gosh. League there at 2014. We had World League at the Pyramid. The worst fans in Russia. the world. Nah, man, the worst. worst dude they're so the bad i hated playing at ucla we'd get heckled in our own gym all day long i'm like and then you get overseas and you're like these people have some actual passion like i don't know it was a wake-up oh, call yo what i I, I i'll say that what i do not like the la fans i think they're too cool they're on their phone they're like dressing nice it's like a, more of a show like midwest what is, fans what is, and like sec football fans respect oh, yeah. hawaii fans i feel like hawaii Hawaii if it wasn't so far away, it'd be financially easier, yeah. but still would be a good spot for one. Sorry, Joe, I'm cutting you off, but I needed to say No, that. no, I said, what What if you put them in Clovis and, like, it's the only thing going on in the town? Like, Fresno, Clovis, the middle of California, like, but there's yeah, nothing else be, going on there. <laughs> I know, but there is something to be said for, like, nothing on a Friday else night, on. there's nothing else going on, and you can kind of build it into the, the town's culture. Oh, you get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. That's definitely something that you'd have That's to think kind of about. Modena. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Like, Modena is a volleyball town. Like, everybody more or less, like, loves volleyball. Okay. And so that's kind of like, it's not a small town. But, like, what you're saying is, like, the fans, like, go nuts. Like, we, we, our budget, like I said, like, our budget took a hit. A big part of that hit was not being able to have fans in the gym. Because right. I think they're talking it, over a million euro in in fan revenue like a year jeez so, that's crazy yeah they pay i mean they're like season ticket holders but we get like we get like three thousand season ticket holders a year and there's like five thousand capacity so it's wow yeah, yeah, yeah. that's places, super impressive nuts. wow yeah. what a bummer then wow gets, what a bummer yeah we have a huge advantage to play at home yeah so, like, exactly that's what i mean about playing at home and like uh, using a home court advantage. And then, you know, when I was talking about like playing in the pyramid at 2014 against Russia, who's like Olympic champions in 2012, where we hit that place filled up and everybody like this. Yep. <laughs> this crazy. It's like yeah, golf claps. Crazy. Yeah, oh, it's, brutal. Dude, just like, it's brutal. And we only got one cheer, bro. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get it together for sure 100% oh my yo I was talking I was talking to a I was talking to a kid earlier this week he's like yeah I used to play Micah Christensen in high school and when I saw him go to USC when I when I saw him go to USC there was a a severe change in hairstyle that was made was, Ooh, was that a, was there that story all right, I, I we we want to hear that story because that was something that was brought up. We're like, all right, I gotta ask him. You guys didn't, you guys didn't see the flow. I saw pictures <laughs> of it. You guys hey, haven't who, seen the flow in real, to, real action. <laughs> it was, it was Jalen Reyes. It was Jalen Reyes. Oh, it was, okay, okay. <laughs> it was yeah, yeah. Oh, Jay knows about the flow. Okay, so the, the I had like a bet uh, my senior year with my um, with my girlfriend at the time. And I kind of wanted to cut my hair, and everyone was kind of like, "Nah, like don't don't cut your hair, like it's it's good, whatever." I was like, I kind of want to change it up, and so I was like, "Okay, if we win my, if we win senior year volleyball state championship, I'm cutting my hair. I don't care what anybody says." 
and I'm almost like wanting somebody to make that else that decision for me because I was like a little bit nervous or whatever because I hadn't changed yeah. it and I was just like do it and so we won and I was like all right I'm going like I'm calling up super cuts like tomorrow we just <laughs> cut it down and so That's I just did it crazy. But, so that was before USC yeah that was like but that was before that was before graduation. I cut my hair before graduation. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if my parents are that stoked about that. Yeah, that was a thing. That hair was, that a, was thing. a thing. Micah, the flow. You know, that hair was, was a, like a thing. Bruh, come on, I so know. Weird, it was weird. It's I, funny. I, it's, it's kind of embarrassing, like re- remembering how it was a thing, but it was a thing. People told me on the Big Island. My family members on the Big Island told me that they would make drinking games with my hair. <laughs> like for you to do the basketball during basketball state championships, how to move, how to uh, move it out of my hair. Every time I had to move it out of my basketball, hair, you moved it so much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was too long. It was too much. And every now and again, I think about it. I think about it now. I'm thinking about, should I grow my hair out a little bit? Like change it up a little. I'm like, no, nah, like, it was such a pain in the butt to have longer hair. Dude. How long would it take for you to get it back there? I don't think long. I was I was probably a couple months away in quarantine. Like I, I bet you like five months, I get it back there. Six months. Okay. So I'll give this guy some props before we tear him down on the baby court uh, (laughs) whole scenario. But dude, people that don't know how good Micah was at basketball. Micah is one of the best basketball players. And I'll put my name on it to ever come out of Hawaii, even though he didn't play past, obviously past high school. Micah, you're probably like, I think you're, like a hundred and fourth or fifth on like ESPN's top 100 players, which is unheard of coming out of Hawaii. I don't know if you remember what you were. I didn't even know there was a list. Well, yeah, Dude, 104 to ESPN to top, top 100. 100. Dog, so. Bro, no, no, but for some reason they keep going. I don't know why, <laughs> no, but I've not. seen it. <laughs> I don't know why. The top 100, 104. On the 104 <laughs> on the top. How do you, how do you know that? There's no like... Micah, how do you know no, they, that? No, because they because they would continue it and be like, oh, these are the players that just missed the cut, but they didn't make the top 100. So, so uh, Micah. I how, promise. I'm not making this up. But, I dude, this it. guy was an absolute – this guy was a beast. I'll give it to him. Um, people don't know that about Micah. How many basketball Could have played offers? college basketball. How many basketball so I had I had kind of talked about – talked to my basketball coach pretty early in my senior year saying i'm gonna go for volleyball i'm kind of chosen volleyball i've been like in the usa pipeline like we've done really well in world champs i'm starting like an age division um above what i should be so i was like i think this is gonna take me more and i think i had a scholarship to usc already so i told my coach i was like my basketball coach i'm like i know maybe coaches want to talk and whatever but I've, i've chosen volleyball and so he didn't really talk to me about a lot of the offers. I know one of them was um, Cincinnati, who Ooh. was like Sweet 16, Elite 8 for four or five years there in a row. You remember that? I don't know. Micah, you might remember this. You remember that huge scuffle, or not scuffle, huge brawl fight with Xavier in Cincinnati? Oh, 100%. 100%. Yep. Yeah, I would have been there if I chose basketball. You would have been a senior? I feel like that, was, that wasn't that long ago. No, 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 no. I think that was like, that was like when I was in college. Wow. Do you think you do you think you'd be able to get in on it? Like if 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 that started going down, do you think you'd be you'd jump in on it? If yeah, I yeah. Saw, you see how big yeah, those guys are some big dudes. Get, I remember that. Get one shot in and get popped out. But I'm not. Gonna do, it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't sit on the side. I'd probably just hit him with just, hit him with the Superman's. Just, Superman one and out. Just one, two, three, <laughs> and, and then just run. Just a whop, kick, shoot. Got yeah, they were serious. That was that was a that was actually a legitimate brawl. That was yeah, a legitimate was. brawl. Yeah, yeah, that guy like broke his jaw. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, like that that was probably the biggest offer that I heard about. Okay. But um, yeah, I didn't. My coach didn't really talk to me a whole lot about it because I think he just shot a lot of the co- the colleges down. Um, but we went to like New York my senior year and we won a tournament there. And I was like, like, um, I think I was MVP of the tournament or like all tournament or whatever. Was that your so, whole, was that your club team? No, come in, man. Oh, we damn. Christmas. Yeah, That's yeah. impressive. So we dude. did pretty well. 
with the two three zone and basically you in the middle holding yeah. it down. <laughs> oh my gosh. Left Dude, these guys, Michael was a Michael was like a foot taller than everybody else on his team. Bro. Legit foot taller than everyone else. <laughs> for sure. Besides Charlton was for sure the I rest of them for the sure. Center and then bring the ball up on the other side. So I always had a mismatch. <laughs> yeah, true. The center couldn't guard me. Or if a small true. guy wanted to check me, then I could just post him up. Oh, bro, I should have had a three-peat. State championships, but kind, kind of a chew from the top. Like splash a buzzer beater on me. Splash yeah, the buzzer but beater state championship game. Bro, but on. people are, we're going to get off topic and people are going to be like, what okay, the okay, heck okay, are okay. they talking about? The, uh, the, uh, well, there is something that kind of tied in. I, I had a debate in the lo- in the locker room last week, actually. Um, what is the biggest, like, FU thing you can do in volleyball? Like, something, like a play happens. Like, what's the biggest, like, FU thing you could do, like, to somebody across the net? Because I, we had a one of our Nicholas Marshall this year. He's one of yeah. our outsides, and he there was it wasn't to the other team, but it, to the ref, there was a horrible call made in a fourth set. We end up winning the set, winning three one, and he starts like throwing his like gestures, like he's like th- oh, throwing his hands like down at the ref, and we're like, dude, how did? And no cards, there was nothing given, and it was dude, the end of the match. Dude? Granted, yeah, dude, oh, wow. and I'm. And we're like, bro, how is this guy not like getting suspended <laughs> or something? Like, what? What is like? What have you witnessed somebody do, or have you seen somebody that's just like, oh, you're like, dude, how is that guy? Like, I I feel like it's way more accepted in Europe to do that. I mean, some of the guys like through the net say some stuff. I'm like, what the? Yeah, how do they get away with that? Like, you yeah, just say whatever, and then just nothing happens. For sure, kind of annoying, but. Like the stare down, I, I don't think is that. F- yeah, there's nothing egregious that comes to mind. Like the stare downs, whatever. Like yeah, like. I like you do that a lot. I see. Disrespectful. I don't do. I don't stare people down, bro. What? I thought. What I about the Argentina year, coach I, that did the? Oh, all the way around. Down <laughs> is pretty gnarly. My, he came to coach my team the year, the like weeks after that, bro. It was amazing. Yeah, that was that's one that stands out to me. That's probably the most that's probably the most um, egregious disrespect, like considered disrespectful thing in the, yeah. in the moment for sure. And Fayazi when that he aced Kubiak and goes to his knees for the game. Have you seen that? The Iranian about- after all of that stuff goes on, the Iranian aces him and like gets on his knees and points to him like, and Kubiak tries to run at him and get him. Oh, you've got to see that one. That, that one is pretty. I bet. I, I think. I think I've seen it, but it's like ain't nobody running and throwing a punch on the volleyball court. I want to see it. Except Micah Ma'a. Except Micah Ma'a. Like, I saw the. <laughs> no, that's not on the volleyball court though. That was that was something else. Yeah, something else. Yeah. No punches were thrown. I did. I had a similar. No punches were I thrown. Had a, I had a similar situation. Dude, you gotta it say. Wasn't on, it wasn't on camera. You gotta say. Okay, you gotta tell it now. That you can't just say that and then not tell the story of what happened. Oh, I mean, it was just a similar situation in terms of. Is at a C? Somebody was being extremely disrespectful. No, I was at Stanford. Okay. Somebody was just being extremely disrespectful to like a lot of the players, and like personally, like taking jabs to whether it be like family members or whatever like that's enough dude like <laughs> that's right was it a water polo player pay a ticket i know it was like a fraternity dude I was yeah, like just because okay. you get free admission because you're a student doesn't mean you get to say whatever you want bro like i literally i do i had henry cassidy on my team i said henry if you're able to shank one over there I'm <laughs> yeah yeah for this sure guy. I literally, I legit told him, I was like, if you get a free ball or a shank one over there, I'm going to run and tackle this guy. Because they had, Stanford had like the bleachers. It wasn't even like oh. chairs and audience. It was like they were right on the court. Like you could, yeah. if you did a full long approach, you could touch them. So, Would you? Yeah, you know, they were just letting them have it. Wait, coming from a libero, like if Joe ever told me to do that or Mike ever told me to do that from a libero's perspective. I'd actually fall through with my boys. Would you actually would. tackle him he and would. spear him? Would you? Because I'd be like, I'd be 100% <laughs> I hundred percent for that. I was hot. I was hot. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I would have absolutely done that. What if you told your coach? Michael, you coach? it was like it was like five or six people there too. So I could, I would have got one of them. And 
So, so was it a close game at all or no? No, I think we're losing. Oh, that, that's probably, tough. Uh, that's if you would have had, if you would have been up five, you would have been set. Like at the no, end of a like game, up five, he would have been able to. Like, it's even better. Like whatever. Like we're just we're losing. Like what's the worst, <laughs> what's the worst that could happen? You know? <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. Micah, now Micah, I know you want to talk about uh, a little baby court here, a little baby court challenge. Uh, so Micah, so so Joe had told us that you which Mike you get? I'm gonna say Mike. You talked to one Mike. I'm gonna say Ma or Kristen. So Kristen DM Joe. You DM Joe. Saying or you texted him? No, no, I texted him. I texted him. Oh, you didn't. You didn't say that, Joe. Yeah, I did. I said. I said we were. No, I said we were debating in who the best baby court player. And Christensen, he never. I, I never said anything about nowhere And said, "Hey, no, 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 no." I said, "I will say this." I will say this. Micah has beaten me on the baby court before. Um, it was, I believe, with Taylor Crab and Jalen Reyes. Is that is that right? I think you had Reyes, and and I beat you, and I was like, "What's up?" And you're like, "Dude, I had Reyes," and I was like, "What?" Was that? <laughs> no, don't throw me under the bus. Like that. I think you did. I think you did, Jalen. If you're listening to this, your boy, your boy, shot you down big time. He's like, he's like, hey. In my defense, in my defense, if I, if that were to be said. <laughs> AVP champion, volleyball coach, like one yeah. still, you know. Was I with Taylor? Or was I with Evan Enriquez? <laughs> it could have been. It, I, I think I was with Enriquez. Evan was Evan. One was because after after Taylor Crab came to us and was like heated. I've said this on here before, but Taylor was heated that we were like playing people and winning and successful, and was like oh, so adamant that we played him. He's like, no, he was like, I think play, he, me, play you with me. Maybe. Me, and he was so upset. Was and and we were like, we do not want to play you. Like nobody's ever come up to us this upset. <laughs> like if you're, if you're this upset, we do not want to play you. And he bounced the fence and we left. That was it. That was it. And he was like, all right, play me, play me. Like, uh, with, with, I think he was, maybe you, we maybe you were like, together. you were probably like, oh, play me with my normal partner. And we're like, no, we no. don't want to play you guys. <laughs> but no, you, Taylor came up to us. Just beat me and Jay. You and Maybe. just beat me and Jay. Like that makes whatever, sense. Whatever for milkshakes or whatever, and then Tay was like, "Nah, like these young boys are not gonna come in." Yeah, yeah. No, Taylor is heated. Yeah, yeah. Look, okay. Now that that being said, when Joe asked me, he said, "Who's, who's the best baby court player?" I said, "Well, me," because. I think most volleyball players and most competitors are going to think it's them until you get dethroned. And so, yeah. and I do think I've come a long way since my game with Jalen against Evan and Micah. We need, <laughs> we need to have, I've told the Worsley brothers this, there's going to be a time where we're all home, It'll hopefully. Happen, bro. Dude, it might. I would love for <laughs> it to happen, but it'll never and, and like a two-day show up at like, I don't know, whenever, and, like, start some pool play. Like, a two-day, like, oh, well, bring names, a barbecue and just... Right now. Um, who, I do think Kavika can't see that going on without hopping in. So, Kavika's I think he's, he, he's, he's going to be there. He's going to be there. I think the Crabs, the McKibbins. He's got to play. Eric. I never played baby court with the McKibbins. Uh, me neither. Try. Uh, you guys are going to try. The Worsleys, Trev. these two. Trev, uh, I would love. I would just dominate. It'd be it'd be the greatest like, time that would ever. Be my favorite thing. Yeah, it'd Trevor, be the greatest time ever. <laughs> I would yeah, we're all coming for Trevor. We're all coming for Trevor, dude. Yeah, what's up? Because <laughs> what's up with Trevor? Because he like talk is. I've never met Trevor in person. Is he like on TV? You watch him, like, dude. I, I, the entire tour must just hate this guy. Or like, how is he in person? He's just like super different. Okay, okay. He also, I, but he, he is a big TV. trash talker. He doesn't know how to not he's trash always, talk. He's been a big trash talker. So Trevor, like, me and Tay hung out a ton during our high school careers, and so Tay and Trev were not like 
how they are now. Like they were not best buds, you know, like um, they just didn't hang out with each other a ton. Like they had a big, bigger age difference or whatever. So I didn't hang out with Trevor until maybe like my senior, junior, senior year. And Trevor started coming back and taking volleyball. Like, so Trevor went to college for basketball his first year. Didn't work out, went to Long Beach, played volleyball. Um, didn't, wasn't like a, a big starter or anything there. And then kind of found his rhythm through beach at Outrigger. And I remember him like getting a ton better. And we were playing a ton with me and like Trev and Brad and Taylor. And then, and Trevor like started getting good. I was like, wait a minute. Like I used to be able to like beat him pretty easy. Now he's like pretty good. And so, and, and then he just kept going. But he, and then when he gained his confidence, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to let everybody know. Cause I think he's, <laughs> he's always got a chip on his shoulder, Trevor. He's always yeah, had a chip on his shoulder. And like, I love that about him. And I hope he doesn't change. But, but it is a little bit like, like he does it to. It's so good for the sport, though. His role. He does it to fulfill his Yeah, role. he does it to fulfill his role for sure. But it's super good for the sport. I feel like you can piss the wrong people off, too. Yeah. Get people going. True. Uh, yeah, un- but. Unless they know it's a role. You know? Yeah, like, for sure. All of the guys on the on the tour, I believe, are like, yeah, that's just Trevor. You know? Like, for sure. Afterwards, they go and they get a drink together and then they're just cruising. Like, and they can they can tease about they can trash t- trash talk each other there too but it's like i like we're friends it's friendly banter True. i do sure. think that the old beach avp used to have like just some More. straight up personality yeah. characters that like we are missing in today's like pc culture that makes sports just so much more enjoyable like i know that uh i was talking to somebody a while ago that you'd like the bad boy pistons or isaiah thomas Really. Did you but like Isaiah Thomas? I, no. Oh, well, really. anyway. I like Larry Bird. But, I'm Larry Bird is my guy. But just like teams like Trash that, or like Rodman, or like just like personalities that before were just so much more out there, especially on the beach tour, um, added so much yeah, to the sport. Just, That's just ah, I miss that. I think it's competition. I think it's like like wearing your heart on your sleeve a little bit, like. For me, and I was, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and I was, we was talking about, he was talking about um, how owners or presidents of teams like they want you to like give it all out there and like leave it all out on the court and even referees and whatever. But when it comes time to like compete and do this, like you have to, you can't like make bad comments. You have, you can't yell at any referees. You can't do it. And I'm oh, like, Dude, that's interesting. It's my all like. I'm laying my heart out for this. I've worked my life and like sacrificed so much stuff for this. And for example, the this referee doesn't know the rule to this certain thing. All you had to do is study it the night before and take 10 minutes. I've taken hundreds of thousands of hours and you're you're affecting my career. You know, so it's like emotions come with it and I think that's a little yeah. bit like I don't see that as much in the AVP this year. When I've been yeah. watching, yeah, yeah, but just true. because you know, when you see the videos of Karch and Timmons and the big, um, gosh, why am I forgetting his name? Uh, the Hawaii so close, fella. no big dude, um, Ponama, super muscles, <laughs> uh, probably. Um, but regardless, uh, just like dude, like just yelling, getting mad at each other, the mad the referee, like. You don't see that as much anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like you see people preach like stoicism and and you act like you've been there before. It's like I I love that, but like, what if I never been there before? <laughs> you know? I never been here before, no, like, bro. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Oh, this is pretty I cool, get- guys. <laughs> I got two. La- we had two last questions, and then we'll let you off first. We we definitely want to shout out how, how okay how did uh, initial sales go on your merch or not merch but your actual like clothing Ooh. line your Nike line how did your initial Ooh, opening week sales 11. go? Little plug with the Nike stuff. Check out the link in my profile on my Instagrams. Uh, did it did it go pretty well though? Sounds like the it's going like first couple well. weeks. 
yeah, yeah. Good. It sounds like there's over definitely over triple digits in sales um, in terms of like number of sales. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it seems like it's doing well, we're able to ship internationally, which is great. It's only a couple other countries are not able to, uh, for certain legal reasons, whether it be like shipping from the U.S. to certain countries or I don't okay. know, maybe even just with Nike in general. But yeah, man, it's been it's been a pleasant surprise to see like the response from people. I was a little nervous and uh, yeah, I'd just say nervous of like hopefully it can be received well through yeah. volleyball fans and whatever because obviously it's a little particular like it's just an individual player so mm -hmm. um but i'm was the, super appreciative of the support dude. it's been awesome that's sweet was the plan to for you and matt to release it like around the same time or that just kind of like happened that way i saw matt anderson so release it around the started, same time yeah we kind of started the process uh they came to us both him and i and uh we started the process at similar times so I think naturally kind of just it kind of worked out to where um, we would kind of launch it at the same time. But, yeah, I think that was also part of the plan was to kind of get both of ours out there. Obviously, there's kind of a similar theme. There's kind of a, mm -hmm. the similar type of products. So, yeah, you know, I, I've been trying to tell people, you know, like this is a I think this could be a really huge step for volleyball in general to get like a, a big you know nike to be kind of supporting and, and taking those further steps into um volleyball nonetheless men's volleyball and so hopefully i was encouraging people to try to like at least support either myself or matt so that nike can say oh yeah it went well and uh and there is a market here and you know we should we should continue to pursue this and so i'm Hoping that, I'm hoping, trying to do our best. For sure, for sure. Congrats for sure. on that. That's super, super sick. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks, guys. In, ter in terms of the in terms of the summer going forward, uh, after you just blow off the uh, blow off the markets with your with your uh, new line, the for in terms of the Olympics, what is what does that look like? Because I I was speaking with Eric uh, Shoji a couple weeks ago. He was telling me how he really hadn't heard anything, but what are are there any chances like it doesn't happen because of for for any reason or like from what you know how does how does that look and how does in your opinion how does the U.S. national team shape up kind of going into the summer in the last couple of months here? That's two good questions. Um, I think what I've been reading is that the IOC, like the president, has been mm -hmm. saying like we're 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 going to be able to do it like with with Japan's. Um, kind of higher authorities they're talking about they're super optimistic about having the olympics so that makes me feel good like for honestly for me obviously i'd prefer fans there i'd prefer everything to go as normal but like the biggest the most important thing for me is just like give us a shot give us a shot to win gold medal so fans no fans whatever like i just want to be able to compete for that end goal that we've been preparing for for a long time now um and then how does the usa team stack up i believe i believe we're competing for a gold like that's that's it yeah you know like yeah and i believe it like the the delay or the postponement of the olympics is actually advantageous to us um with like for Taylor sure Sanders recovery thomas jeshke's recovery that they both had some injuries that yeah that needed some time and also, sure. I've, been, I've been thinking, too, and talking about this, like, handful of teams, handful of good teams have even, like, added some new guys to their roster recently or had some kind of younger players, emerging stars, like, become starters on the team. And they haven't had, like, a solid group together for, a, like, a starting group together for a long time that they just know each other super well. Like, playing together will make them better. And, you know, we didn't have that this summer. And so, but but on the contrary, like our team, our USA team, we've been, the core of starters have been together for almost eight years now. Oh, no, more than eight years now. So it shouldn't take long for us to just kind of pick up where we left off, hopefully. And so I think that could be an advantage for us as well. For sure. Yeah, that was, really that was a dumb... That was a dumb question by me. I don't know why you'd say anything but that we should win the gold medal. I, 
No, that was I mean, really dumb. Say. You could have said that was a really dumb question. The um, for you, like, who do you? Last question here, then we'll let you off because you brought up something. Who do you stay in contact with the most on the national team, like while you're overseas? Like, who would you say you talk to the most and stay in touch with the most? Um, uh, Kavika and Eric, um, and then Taylor Sander. I think those are just kind of guys that I grew up around and you know taylor i've played with since i played with taylor crab pretty much like since i've been since i was like 15 and then the shoji's um we've we've kind of formed a really, really special bond i think we've almost been forced into it because people have just been tagging me as eric and Kavika <laughs> for so long <laughs> calling me a, the third brother because people think i'm eric or Kavika, which is <laughs> hilarious um and i don't get tired of it so keep it coming but yeah i think i think you could consider those the, and then i mean God. gosh i think a lot of people i mean like that um just guys you know guys that are around our general facility yeah. as well you know like yeah thomas and verona like guys that are in italy right now that are seeing we're seeing during the weekends they're watching a lot of their games um you tend to gravitate towards those connections a little bit right on right on i i don't i don't know gage micah you guys got anything else here the uh i think we're gonna let you go here because we know you guys got a big matchup tomorrow night against Chivitanova lube uh they are in second or third in the league right now second position okay right on well we uh we'll be watching tomorrow night for sure um Thank you once again for joining us. We know you're on the original show with us, but we want to make sure we get you on the podcast, especially uh, with us. I don't know. We had a lot of uh, talk about Hawaii baby court recently. We're like, all right, we gotta we gotta reach out to some of the Hawaii guys, get them on. Um, so One thank you very we'll, much. We'll see. Yeah. One day for sure. I dream of it. It'll be fun. One day. We don't even need a tournament. Like when I'm younger, bro, because. He's starting to get. Oh, old, here it comes, guys! Here yeah, it comes. No, 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 no! I'm saying I can still get it done in the next couple of years, but hey. All right, all right, all right. Why we talking five years? All right, all right. Uncle gonna need some new news. <laughs> yeah, in the next couple, in the next couple years, we're gonna get it done. Where it'll be Bobby, on Bobby actually Bobby. out of system YouTube. It'll be on the YouTube channel. <laughs> when we have two million, two million channel. subs by the time we've. I watched those games too with Kupona. I was texting Kupona through the whole thing. <laughs> Bruh. And they did the math wrong. Oh. I don't know if you, if you, I don't know if you knew right. that. I, the only thing I did the math wrong one was with Yugen the games. You still didn't win by point differential. So. No, 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 no. But also, I, but I had you two wins. got the score wrong all the time, bro. Every single time. Like, you guys were saying the score wrong. We all so got often. it wrong together. There was one time when I was playing, I was like, that's definitely not the score. But I was like, you know what? You know, I'm just a college kid here. I'm just... I'm just I'm humbled by your guys' presence. I can't say anything. And then you and I was like, all right. It was it was always you three keeping the score. I was like, all right, I'll go along with it. There were times I was like, that's I don't think that's right. But oh yeah, the scoring is hilarious. Every time that we pass that's eleven, I just die of laughter. I'm like, oh you my god, Gage. we are so dumb. Gage, that kind of reminds me. I think that could have happened like back in the day. I'm gonna call up Evan too. I'm gonna play with Evan. Just oh. and you can play with Taylor, bring and we're gonna make board. it. No, 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 I gotta play with Jay. School. I gotta bring back Evan. J Ray, right? Okay, okay, fine. I'm that down. Oh, that'd be fun, bro. Yeah, yeah. Right, I'm, I'm, down. I'm super down. That'd be sick. We gotta set it up. Well, hopefully, in the near future, we'll set that up. Micah, thank you so for much sure. for joining us on the new podcast, man. Yeah, man. Always fun with you guys. Anytime. Shoot, Micah. All right, boys. Shoot, Micah. And that was the multi-talented Micah Christensen. If you haven't already, make sure you go to his Instagram bio, click on the link, check out his merch. It's super, super sick. What he's doing, trying to grow the game of volleyball, and also just help him out, you know, help a brother out, you know, uh, a good friend of the show. And again, check, click the link on the bio for the merch, along with Matt Anderson. And give a shout out to Matt Anderson. Go to his Instagram, click the link at the bio. But baby court 
decision of Micah versus Micah still yet to be decided. When it happens, we'll be there with our cameras, ready to oh. shoot it. So that'll be that'll be a video for another time. Um, other than that, always good checking up to, and chatting with other people. Um, someone that you haven't seen. When, when was the last time you guys saw him? What, like eight months ago? Run there. A long time ago, for sure. In Hawaii. Well, in no, June? longer than that. May or June for me. in Hawaii. Yeah, for you guys, probably shorter than maybe me. April for me. Um. Yeah, it's been been. I mean, a lot of it. So he kind of talked about how you guys all stay in contact, including me. Like for me, how I stay in contact with you guys. We do the podcast. We're, we're call talking about talking about ad system, or we're just playing Fortnite or games, and that's a big way how um, international people when they're playing all over the world stay in contact. So there's a little tidbit for you guys. Um, I have the. Advice question, we, I posted on my personal, um, so it all kind of came to me. There's a bunch of them, so I'm going to go through about five or six here, max. Um, this one's from Kay. my r- from my teammate, Kanai Akana, I think I pronounced the last name right. Uh, what's the best pap- toilet paper to use? Did Kanai Akana transfer to UH? <laughs> yeah, from BYU to UH. Now. Charmin. Oh, wow. Okay. Charmin. Charmin, Charmin, Charmin for sure. Ultra soft, though. So I have a Charmin and it's yeah. not as good. Um, Big fan. Big second, fan. how do I outdress Gage in a suit contest? Ask for a friend. I'll answer that myself. Impossible. I will fucking destroy you. Um, three fastest way to adjust to college level serves. Micah, <laughs> you were on the. Uh, you were kind of on the. Uh, I mean, you you played outside your last year. For me, it, it kinda, you just gotta you just gotta go back there and just wear it. You know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna get progressively harder and harder as the year goes on because they're getting more in a groove and you just kind of go with it. it it can take you a while sometimes it can not take you a while it really just depends on your skill level it it took me a while i'll be honest with you like i wasn't consistently passing jump serves until my end of my freshman year if that you know what i'm saying i don't know how it was for you micah um yeah some guys just really have a cannon and you just have to be okay with like just getting the ball up instead of passing it really, really well. And that's like just with some guys. I know that was the case with Nicholas Surgeon was like my wake up call to like, Oh wow. Like I'm not, I don't have the ability to pass this unless I just dig it and put it up. So if you do reach (laughs) those guys, just, just try and keep the ball in play and try and make a good out of system set and hit. Cause some guys just have it and, yeah. You just got to try and be smart about it. It's pretty impressive. Some guys just bomb it and just, like, just get it up there and then try and send an out yeah. the ball to um, – uh, yeah. Hey, qu- quick shout-out. Ch- my, my coach, Charlie Charlie Wade, uh, was talking about out-of-system balls to us. He said it. He said, out-of-system this, out-of-system. He said, out-of-system, like, three or four times in a row. I just remember I turned next to the guy. Random guy. I remember who I turned next to. I was like, that's great marketing right there, baby. Uh, anyways, side note. Oh, uh, this has a really good dude, dude. That I actually Gage when when I watch TV, they say out of system so much. I'm like, bro, what a great freaking brand name we've That's chose. That's true, dude. <laughs> I'm like, it's free marketing. Every time, anybody for anybody who listens, if you like when you watch games and you hear the out of system, do you think of us? I, I want to know that actually. Like, I hear it all the time. I'm like, dude, that's freaking money branding. This one's uh, that's a good point, Joe. Because I think about it all the time too. This is uh, a really good question from. Underscore, I've been saying the name, sorry. Underscore ND, NDY Chung. If you are not professional volleyball players right now, what would you guys be doing? Joe, then Micah. Uh, traveling the country with the out of system mm-hmm. boys and playing in every possible volleyball competition there is <laughs> and filming content. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. That's That would be it, I would say. Micah? That would be it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's kind of a lame thing, but I'd hope to be doing the same thing. That's not lame. And music. No, it, but it's but it's but it's like I wanted to come up with something different, but I mean, honestly, I'd be doing that. That's so. true. And you you be you be uh, doing more music for sure. Yeah, I'd be, I would I would be for sure doing a lot more music. Um, I would just be a lot lazier, I think, <laughs> to be honest. Laser the boat. I would just be. I would be cru- I would be cruising. I'd be cruising for sure. I want to. Uh, this next question. This is a good friend. Of, a good friend of the shows, Jack Eisner. Someone we all played with. Um, Jack Eisner asks, "How does one not be a fat fuck?" <laughs> and I guess you don't eat a lot, Jack Eisner. Thanks for asking the question on the show. Welcome to the show, buddy. <laughs> 
Um, there's one. I'm gonna say one more. Uh, Joe, you're playing Sim- Simone Gallus. Is that uh, he played at USC? You- yeah. Yeah, he played at USC. Yeah, we played him. He a said, weeks uh, here, yeah. "How do you win against VF, VFB Friedrich Schaffing asking for a friend?" Friedrich Schaffing, sorry. Asking for a friend. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because we just, because <laughs> we just, yeah, we beat him a couple weeks ago. Um, bro, the the couple matches we lost this year it was breakdown of service eve. You got to push from the service line. I feel like just normal volleyball. I mean, for us, I feel like our team were have so many weapons that but if you can kind of push on the service line get a couple guys out of rhythm i mean that's just i feel like it's just kind of like basic volleyball there's there's like such small margins for a lot of our match we play sets and where it's like two point margins so often so it's like teams are really close to beating us it's just like if they have an ace or here or they're they're able to take advantage of a couple more balls they can beat us i mean at the end of the day that's i think that's what separates the top teams those teams who take advantage of situations when it's like easy situations because if you don't then it's total like momentum killer so i guess i would say that i don't know i don't want to give away like anything but i feel like it's just kind of like typical cliche volleyball way to win at yeah. this level <laughs> michael what about you how do you beat potier Ooh, sadly it's been a little bit too easy recently <laughs> uh i don't think a lot of people are asking that question i think <laughs> Yeah, I think we should be asking how how do <laughs> who's below you win? Who's below? Um, oh gosh, who's below uh, you right now? I don't know. I honestly don't know who's below us. I can guess all, all the teams nice. below you. Um, Paris. Nice is gonna be asking. Set maybe. Okay. I don't know, but not a lot of teams are asking that question, so um, <laughs> we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Uh, if, for those who are wondering how to be Hawaii, I really have no idea. We haven't even played a game yet, so I'll let you know in March when we play our first game, hopefully. Um, two more questions. This this one, the last one will be personal to me. This next one, though. How to talk with the most swagger. We can go on and off the court. Thoughts? How to talk with the most talk swagger? Talk with the most swagger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Damon. Um, I feel like... S- Dude, I heard Aaron Rodgers the other day. He gave an interview on the Pat McAfee show. And he was talking about how, like, some of his young players that he played with were talking about how they had all this swagger and stuff because of what they were wearing. But he said he explained it perfectly. How swagger is not, like, it's not material. It's not materialistic. It's, like, the way you hold yourself and it's a mindset. And it's the way you, like, approach things. And so that would be my answer Mm. for that. It's, like, when somebody walks in the room and they have swagger, it's, like, all right, that guy has some... BDE, if you know what I mean. That's true. Yeah. I, B-D-E. Yeah. Big blank energy. No, 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 for sure. <laughs> I think it's like swagger is kind of confidence in whoever you are. It doesn't need to be like wearing the, mm-hmm. the, the trendy stuff. Or Do you the feel it helps stuff. though? It's, wearing it's, chains and suits? No. No, not at all. Not at all. I think like what helps is an authenticity to, to you yourself. Right. If you're not the guy to wear chains, don't wear them, and then like do what you do and just and just rock it and just be you. Right. But my thing is, for example, right, like I'm the very over over the beats hat right now. Right. Like, this look right here. That's swagger. But but the thing is also, what if like for me, right? I have that comfortability with myself. I have that confidence in myself. But at the same time, my thing is going and buying eight dollar chains from Amazon and getting Goodwill suits. And rocking it to games or rocking it to dinner with my boys, you know, like I got swagger to begin with. I feel, but I bring that extra layer of swagger, right? Right? You don't, you can't. So some people, I think, what you're saying, Joe, there's, there's the crap they're trying to hide, and they just try and basically gold up some crap or whatever, try and glitter some crap, and it doesn't work, right? But the two, two mix well together. I feel like it creates a combo, uh, which is very powerful, in my eyes. Uh, so there you go for the most swagger. And then the one person just wanted to say hi to Roger. I'll make sure I, I, I relay that message to him. And then Gage, how did... Roger's yeah, Roger, our dad. Roger Worsley. How did you get such a dump truck ass? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you gotta uh, say who asked this. Nathan it's Young. Tom, who I, asked this? If this is my... I, I'm serious. This might be one of my old teammates. <laughs> uh, I think it is. Our teammates. Who got cut? But uh, squats, and yeah. I guess I was born with it, and always squatting in the position. Thank you for recognizing that, though. That means a lot. 
Don't drop that down to down. Um, <laughs> boys, this has been a pleasure. Always chatting. I know you guys are up late. Uh, for those listening, the time difference. So how we film this, the time difference for me is I switch the AM and the PM and I subtract an hour, right? So for you guys, it's blank, blank. Like, for example, if it was 10 a.m. my time, it'd be 9 p.m. your time. Um, again, we've mentioned this every single podcast. We are going on tour this summer. We're looking at midsummer. So make sure if you're a club director, hit us up. If you have connections with the club, hit us up. If you're in the club and wants to stop by, hit us up. Because we want to travel to you guys. We want to connect to you guys. And if you're a tour director, or if you played in some, some or not, uh, a volleyball, grass volleyball tour director, you played in some crazy tournament, you want us there. If you don't want us there, still hit us up. We want to know all about it. If you're a fan, hit us up. I swear to God, if you don't hit me up, I'm going to go freaking live it. Uh... Sorry, guys. Got a little out of, out of control there. Again, hit us up. DM us. We love you guys. We want to see more of you. We want to connect with you guys. Boys, always a pleasure joining you on the show. And Micah Christensen, thank you so much for joining us. Again, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the damn kitchen. Another episode presented by Out of System.